who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. The Violet Hour presents... Breaking news tonight as police confirm a double homicide in a domestic residence in the West Adams neighborhood. The home, known for an unusually high rate of violent crime, has been the subject of recent ongoing coverage. Sources indicate... on Harvard Boulevard, as three bodies are discovered in the notorious house of death, the latest travesty in a history of unspeakable terror. Reports of strange lights, disembodied voices... And some even say... Haunted. Well, Carol, I wouldn't want to go trick-or-treating at that house, I can tell you that. Pandemonium tonight as residents flee home in terror. The house was shaking, and I heard this horrible laughing. Please, you, you, you gotta believe me, I, I saw its eyes. Nosy neighbors, rising mortgages, and ghosts? Just what has residents of this quiet suburban street afraid to turn out their lights? There's absolutely no proof, no proof. That house is just like any other. But some residents aren't taking chances. Well, I don't go by there. Especially after dark. Has remained empty on Harvard Boulevard for a number of years. Which begs the question, what, if anything, is haunting this house? This is Wendy Morrow. I have just spoken to Michelle Richardson, the current owner of the house. She has agreed to allow me access for an overnight investigation. After months of trying, I am finally going. Tomorrow is the day. I am going to the house. From the case files of Wendy Morrow, this is In Another Room. 
Episode 1 The House Hi. Hello? Sorry, I didn't want to sneak up on you. Are you Michelle? Yeah. Hi. Wendy Morrow. It's a pleasure to meet you. What's that? What? Oh, right. Um, do you mind if I record this? Do what you want. Well, thank you for agreeing to meet me. I can't tell you how important this house is to my work. Can we just get this over with? Oh, yes. Sorry. I... Follow me. I hate this fucking house. I can't see why. Uh, personally, I am thrilled to get the chance to spend some time here. Yeah, well, you haven't been inside yet. Uh, right. Uh, when was the last time you were inside the house? Look, you seem like a nice enough lady, and I'm happy to follow through with what I agreed to, to let you in the house, but I'm not here for an interview. Uh, right. Of course. I apologize. I'm just... Well, it's exciting finally being here. I've read so much testimony, but it's all been secondhand. So to be here with you, with someone who actually lived within these walls, well, it's... <laughs> Sorry. I've, I've been waiting a long time is all. No, I get it. Not the first time I've heard this story, believe me. You're, you're more than welcome to do your ghost hunting in there if you want, but that's on you. But the implications involved. I mean, if my theories are correct, I think this house has the potential to help us understand. Right. But for those of us in the real world, none of that matters. This house ruined my life. It ruined the lives of countless others. And if you're not careful, let's go. I gotta get back to work. This is Wendy Morrow, at approximately 10.06 a.m. Jesus. <sighs> Sorry, if you could just, uh, this is for my records. <clears throat> at approximately 10.06 a.m. on Saturday, July 25th, Michelle Richardson, current owner of the house in question on Harvard Boulevard, unlocked the front door and allowed me to enter. We are currently standing in the foyer a number of closed doors on all sides. A staircase leading to the upper floor. I... I am here. I am inside the house now. Michelle? Are you okay? Yeah, fine. I'm fine. I just, I just felt a little dizzy for a second. Are you... Should I call someone? Do you need to... No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm fine, really. I just, it's just been a while since I've been in here. Don't... Stare at me like that, okay? Can you just... Right, sorry. I'll, I'll speed this along. Uh, all seems to be in agreed-upon condition. Some furniture remains, mostly large pieces under sheets. A sofa and some shelves in this room, the living room. What appears to be a large trunk in the room beyond, the formal dining room. How do you know? Uh, I've studied the blueprints extensively. Five bedrooms total. One down here and four on the floor above. A den and a kitchen complete this floor with a small library and study upstairs. Jesus. A small door on the upper landing should lead up to a ballroom on the third floor as well as access to the attics above. The basement... You can't go down there. What's that? 
The basement. It's locked. Always has been, as far as I know. Nobody's been down there for years. A narrow door just under the main staircase. Locked, just as I expected. I'll have to find the key. All rooms accounted for. It is within these rooms that the solution lies. My research on this house is organized by room. It is a unique trait to this home that all reported paranormal activity seems clearly separated from space to space. A woman with bloody hands seen only in the dining room. Phantom rapping heard only in the ballroom. The hauntings here are compartmentalized. Each room a different story. Each door opening to a... Michelle, are you... I'm fine, I... Uh... Sit. Sit down. Here. <sighs> What's happening? What can I do? You have any water? Here. Thanks. Do you need me to call an ambulance? I could take you to the hospital. I don't need an ambulance. I need to get out of this house. What happened to you here? My mom, she... She used to come home late at night, drunk. I'd hear her stumbling around on these stairs, and she'd call my name. Michelle, Michelle, over and over, and I have to come down and help her up, you know, help her into bed. So this one night, I was in my room, she was in hers, drunk, and she started calling my name like like, like that, like, Michelle, Michelle. And this night, for some reason, I was just so fed up with everything, so I sat there on my bed and ignored her. Later that night, I snuck into our room to grab the car keys, and the floor was wet. I slipped a little. And normally, I would have stopped it and cleaned up whatever drink she spilled, but I was so mad. I just, I just left, went out, got high with some friends. When I got home, I opened the front door, and the first thing I saw were these red footprints coming down the stairs. I thought it was another one of the house's little tricks, but then I saw they were my footprints. She hadn't spilled anything. She cut her wrists. She wasn't calling my name for cigarettes. She was calling for help. The footsteps are gone now, obviously. It's been years, but there's another kind of stain in places like this. It, it, it seeps into the walls. It's like... Like every person who steps into this house adds a layer of their own paint. Layer after layer after layer, and, and the walls are thick here. I know you're curious. You've heard the stories. You like the idea of experiencing something you can't explain. A, a little peek behind the curtain. Well, whatever it is you're looking for, I hope you don't find it tonight. The thing in this house... You'll find it eventually. We all will. Every one of us in the end. So yeah, I hope tonight I... I hope tonight the house is quiet. What was that? It's time for me to go. Wait, surely you just heard... I didn't hear anything. I, 
I shouldn't have come in. I, I, I wasn't going to... Michelle, just think. If your mother is trying My to... My mother is dead. This house killed her, and it will kill me if I go any further. And it will kill you, too, if you give it the chance. But, but nothing. This is as far as I go. You paid me to bring you the keys and let you in. And that's where our contract ends. From here on out, you're alone. Sorry, I can't answer all your questions, but feel free to ask away in all those damned rooms. I'm sure something will hear you. This is... This is Wendy Morrow. Michelle has left. I'm alone. My investigation of the house on Harvard Boulevard begins now. Built in 1873, there have been no fewer than 86 confirmed deaths within the house in which I am now standing, along with 20-some-odd disappearances, five or so stillbirths, nine fires, three lightning strikes, and rather colorfully a UFO sighting in the early 60s. Of course, many of these cases could be written off as happenstance. People die all the time. Surely every house has a death or two. But the overwhelming history of violence and tragedy associated with this house points to something much more sinister. It is my belief that this house is evil. There's a theory that a place can sour, spoil. A place which witnesses rage, horror, and violence upon its inception. Perhaps such a place could harbor the negative energy and spew it out into the world, into the rooms. Not a place of ghosts in the common sense of the word, but a, a psychic vortex, so to speak. Of course, these are all loose theories, mere suggestions until proven quantifiably, which is what I hope to do in my time here. Something is wrong within these walls. It is my intention tonight to determine what that something is. A most unusual case attributed to this space, Olivia Rhodes, case number 58. She lived here for a short time as a young child before moving out of state, but they found her body many years later here in the attic. Cardiac arrest, age 25. It's apparent that the house has adverse effects on all who spend time here. I must focus on keeping my wits as night approaches. Downstairs bathroom. Case number four, Holly Register, died of starvation. She had just made dinner. Several plates of untouched food were set at the table. The only thing found in her stomach, tightly balled and partially digested, was a photograph of this, her childhood home. The basement. Diary entries from as far back as the turn of the century mention this door being locked. The only confirmed death in the basement belongs to one Frank Smith, the original owner who had this house built. He hanged himself down here just after construction reached completion. No clues to a reason, no letter left behind. But early rumors suggest he murdered someone and buried their body in the basement while the house was being built. Perhaps this was the catalyst. The violent act which set this house's dark energy into motion. I must pursue this further. And I must find that key. Downstairs bedroom. There was a fire in this room recently. 
had killed two kids who'd broken in on a dare. Cases number 83 and number 84. A freak accident, that's what the official deemed it. Though it seems odd to me that nothing else in the house took flame. Just this room. I plan to... Hello? You didn't call. Liliana. You said you'd call when you got to the house. I was just going to in a second, honey. I've only been here a few minutes. It's almost seven. What? It's almost 7 p.m. Didn't you say you were meeting, what's her name, at like 10 a.m.? Well, yes. Then I... it's been nine hours, Mom. You've been in that house for nine hours. I... I must have lost track of time. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Of course I am, honey. What could be... You sound funny. Well, I don't know. It's probably just the signal here. Look, do you need me to come get you? No, Liliana, I'm fine. Because I can be there in 15 minutes if you just... I know. said no! Do not come here. I'm worried about you, Mom. There's nothing to be worried about, I promise. You're just acting so weird. Weird? Weird how? I haven't seen you in, what is it, three years now. What are you talking about? Since you first started getting into all of this ghost shit, right after Dad died. <sighs> That's you not- You left, Mom, remember? The day after the fucking funeral, you hit the road to- what are you doing? Scoping out cemeteries? It was research. Bullshit. You were running away. Liliana, now is not the time. And now you're back in town for the first time in years, and you don't even stop by to say hello. Just a phone call? Hey, Liliana, I'm back, sleeping in a haunted house tonight. Call cops if I don't return. Fuck you. Liliana, please. You haven't even met Jade yet. Oh, honey, come on. It's so new. It's... We've been dating for over two years, Mom. Liliana, I'm sorry. As soon as my research is done here, I'll- Save it, Mom. You have fun with your ghosts. Fun with... If you need help, call me. Otherwise, I don't want to hear from you. Liliana- Liliana? Worried about- In there. Liliana, can you- Shit. Hello? So tall, black eyes. I can see him. Hello? In there with you. Right there. Shit. Hello? Hello, Liliana, can you hear me? Hello? Is someone there? Hello? No, Theo, just you, me, and Claire. And remember to dress appropriately. It's Christmas. Who is this? Can you... Please, who is this? If you can hear me, just... My name is Wendy Morrow. I can hear you. Let me know if... Hello? Hello? Liliana, I I lost you. The connection. God, Jesus, it's hot in here all of a sudden. Sorry, I just look. We got disconnected, but I just wanted to let you know that everything is okay. Uh, I may have just experienced something on the phone. I'll have to check back on the tape, but otherwise the house has been quiet. 
I'm sorry I didn't come to you first. We'll talk tomorrow, but don't worry about me, okay? It's it's just a house. A pretty tame one from what I've seen so far, and it's only one night. I'll I'll see you soon. The sun is almost down. I believe I'm going to lie down for a few minutes. See if I can rest before night. My head is foggy. Time seems slowed, unreal in some way. There, there's something about the air in this place. This is Wendy Morrow, signing off. This is Wendy Morrow. case file to explain what I'm hearing. Northeast bedroom. Northeast bedroom. Let me see. Jim Dudley, 46 years old, in the northeast bedroom of this house, shot to death, where he was hiding underneath the bed. This bed. <gasps> Unbelievable. It's like witnessing the event in real time, beat by beat, like I was actually there when it happened. What does the file say? Neighbors alerted police of a commotion in the house next door at around 3.04 a.m. Amazing. The exact time to the minute. Let's see. Police have reported that Mr. Dudley was still under the bed when shot. His corresponding bullet holes were found in the mattress directly above the body. No suspects have been announced, and the investigation is ongoing. I'm surprised at how scared I am. 
This is everything I'd hoped to experience. A true and monumental breakthrough for the field of paranormal studies. And yet here I am, frightened in the dark like a child. It's comforting to know that there is no danger present. This event, no matter how vivid and frightening, is simply playback of a memory. These are not ghosts, just echoes of the past, like an old movie stuttering to life in an empty theater, unconscious, unknowing, unable to. unlike anything I've ever experienced, unlike anything I expected to witness in the house. I think, I think that... There you are. What? I told you she would be here, didn't I? Come in, come in. We've been expecting you. Who are you? What do you want? Gregory, you remember Wendy, don't you? Ah, yes, Paris. It's lovely to see you again. Another manifestation. The house is suddenly awake. It's coming alive. It's all too much at once. I need to get outside to collect myself to make sure it's safe. I'm looking for a ribbon. A red ribbon. I, I don't know where I put the damn thing. Get away from me! Get away from me! I was tied to something once. I was maybe. And the kitchen is as clean as it can be, spotless, but I can't find that ribbon. And I think maybe it's inside of me and I have to get it out somehow. I have to get it out. No, I... I've been listening to the radio. I listen to it every night. I sit by the speaker and I turn the volume up and up. The numbers come through clearly. One five seven two eight. One five seven two eight. But there's something else, isn't there? There's another force behind the static, and I can't figure out what he's trying to say. I can't figure out what's happening to me. Stop! I... It was just a game. No. It was never supposed to be this way. It was just a game, just a silly board with a chipped planchette. She showed me what would happen. She showed me how I tied belt, how I tied around my neck and step off the chair, and I can't stop it. I, I can't stop it. I can't stop what is coming. The glass is only black. There's a piano somewhere in this house. A distinct melody, so familiar. Where have I heard it before? And who is playing? 
I'm set up in the central room at the bottom of the stairs. Around me, every door is firmly shut. No way in or out without my knowledge. It calms me to keep watch over these doors, to know that they are not opening while I'm in another room. They do have a tendency to do that, you know. They open when you aren't looking. And what they'll show you. Come on. Come on. Hello? Liliana. Oh, God. Liliana, you answered. You're there. Mom? Yes. I'm at the house on Harvard Boulevard. I'm... I'm inside and I'm stuck, Liliana. I can't get out. I need you to send for help. Don't come yourself. You mustn't come near this place. Please, send for help. Tell them I'm here. I'm... Who is this? Liliana? It's me. It's... Mom, is that you? If it's you, please say something. Yes, Liliana, it's me. I'm here. Can you hear me? I'm... Liliana, what are you doing? It's another call from my mom's number. Jesus. Look, I know what you're thinking, but you're wrong, Jade. I'm not wrong. Hang up the phone. No! There's no one there, no, Liliana. No, Liliana, I'm here. Please, then why I'm... do I keep getting these calls? It's a glitch with the phone. I, I told you, it's... Bullshit! You have no idea what you're talking about. They have her phone down at the station. I saw it, Jade. It was snapped in two. Station? Liliana, what's... This call is coming from inside that house. I can't believe this. But no one's asking you to. Mom. Yes. Mom, I'm here. Liliana. I'm listening, I'm Mom. Here too. Can you hear if me? If you can hear me, please say something. I can hear you, yes. Liliana. Please. Shut up, Jade. Mom, are you there? I'm here. Yes. I'm in the house. She's dead, Liliana. <sighs> no. She's dead. For over a month now, for God's sake. No. No. Liliana, I'm... I know. <gasps> I know. I... Hang up the phone. Please. You're scaring me. No. Mom, if you can hear this... Keep calling. No. No, it can't be real. It's his house. Another one of its tricks, like Michelle said. It isn't real. It can't be. My files, of course. Yes, my files. I have every occurrence right here, every death accounted for, chronological, all here, of course, my files. Yes. Frank Smith, no. Uh, Anna Gregory Lodge, no. No, it's Margaret Day, 2004, Jim Dudley, 1933, they're all here, this is everyone, yes. Claire, of course, and Judith and Theo, Walter Vance in the 40s, Kathy Barnett, Nicholas Johnson, Natalie Pellegrini, and... <laughs> Wendy Morrow. It, it can't be. Wendy Morrow, the most recent documented death. They found her in the central room, this room. Her brains had been blown out and there was blood everywhere. The police never found a gun, just a handwritten note included here. <sighs> Liliana, I'm sorry. I have tried to leave, but I am unable to. Do not come looking here for answers. There are none. Liliana. No, 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 Liliana. No, 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 no.
From Violet Hour Media and E3W Productions, In Another Room. Created and written by Aaron Keeling, Austin Keeling, and Natalie Jones. Directed by Aaron and Austin Keeling. Sound designed and mixed by CJ Drummiller. Music by Nathan Matthew David and Jeremy Lamb. Produced by E3W Productions and executive produced by Cassie Josephoff. Starring Carrie Weeder as Wendy Morrow. Tara Strong Lyons as Michelle. Nerea Duhart as Liliana. Sierra Allison as Jade, and James Cowan as Jim Dudley. With additional performances by Kathy Barnett, Kaylee Cook, Ian Dick, Dan Dorf, Emily Goss, Jim Karinke, Adrian Lovett, Katie Peabody, Daniel Van Thomas, and Christine Weatherup. <laughs> <laughs>